That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity. Please. Beep boop beep boop. That's right. It's a super special cyber gaming episode of Tass. Hello, Declan. Uh, that's me being a robot. <laughs> yeah, robot. <sighs> because that's where you, that's cyber. what you play games on. Yeah, you do play games on on various robots. Mm. Who are you, though? I'm Declan. I'm not. I'm Isaac. That's that is true. This comforting voice that some have said sounds like home. That's me, it's Isaac. <laughs> Sounds like coming back to your bed after a long day at sea. This it's sort of... Isaac um, to the D. This sort of nasal rasp, uh-huh. which Sounds some like have waking called... Up. Some <laughs> have called, please don't do it again. It's <laughs> me, Declan. I don't know if you want to share this on air, but didn't you tell me back in university that someone on Tinder was like basically paying you to send them like smutty poetry that you're reading out? Something like that is true. I may have put it through the lens of fiction. I feel like you might have a- adapted somewhat. That's but, how I but, remember but, it. But yes. Right, we'll so there you so. go. So Someone, can... at least one fucking nutter out there. <laughs> I also was re- remembering recently a time uh-huh. um, that a group of us from first year went to, oh God, grave mistake, went to a pub called The Woolpack. Sounds It was a real bad. locals pub. Uh-huh. Well, but they had a cheap. karaoke night. Mm. So we thought we'd go along. And Mistake. me and, uh, uh, or Alex Abraham and I, okay. I should say, uh, did a fantastic, by which I mean warbled and drunk rendition yeah, yeah, yeah. of Islands in the Street. That's beautiful to think about in here. And an old woman came up to us afterwards and said, thank you so much for that. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I were going to kill myself tonight. Oh, oh. But after hearing that. That's an, I've decided not to. That's an incredible service. And we were like, it wasn't that good. And she was like, no, it was beautiful. It and we were was like, so oh, bad. No, 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 you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do have it worse than I. Even if only folks. In the grand scheme of things, I'm doing <laughs> all right for myself. <laughs> pop up here to our wool packing. And have and the temerity to keep on living. <laughs> musical boulder dash. Wow, that's a powerful thing you've done there. Do yeah. you think that's where you kind of peaked in terms of public service? Oh, at the very least. That's good to know. Yeah. We're back for another episode, and yes, you're it's, right, we did miss a week. It's number 151. Here's why. I was in I was in Paris. I was in Disneyland. And how was it? It was good. It was hot. It was good. It was hot. It rained once, it was, very, it was very cold. It was very it hot here. Yes, you've been loving it. Declan's <laughs> in his element. It's like having a pet salamander that you keep in a little vivarium, and you just keep tweaking that dial up and up. I don't know if that's recommended by Peter or the RSPCA, but that's how I've been doing it. Turn it up because it's a fire lizard, and it wants to burn. Well, it is a dragon. Yeah, exactly. It's the closest we've got. If it don't got fire within it, it's going to have fire without. So you coat it Just in Vaseline and boom, light it up. Get those magnifying glasses out. God, yeah. Don't burn No, I have hated it. It you... is despicable. I despise it. And I have very much enjoyed yeah. the overcast and rain weather that we've had. Do you think that's a kind of, of pathetic fallacy? And I do emphasise pathetic in that in that statement. In that, what, that I like the... You like the sort, the sort of, of depressing, dull weather. Dull weather. As a depressing, well, I, some have said. Well, I, I some suppose reviewers if, have pointed out. 
I suppose if I had less of a dull, depressing life, <laughs> I might enjoy the sunshine somewhat more. I can see. You'd be like skipping da, along da, da, there. Da, da, wow. Da, da. Yeah, that'd be beautiful yeah, to see. But, but, but instead, <laughs> I'm at my element when soaked. Yeah. Looking yeah. like a stray dog. Mm. Many have told. Really nice. Just random members of the public. Friends, that. lovers. That's really good. Family too. members. We've got a bit of a... Uh, atmosphere uh, flatmosphere update for everyone that's going to be it's not really relevant now but we i just feel like we should share it it's going to be some some prime material yeah. <laughs> being teased here and now um because we do we have, can exclusively reveal yeah, I would lo- beep, 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 break it just in this just in call from our la- not our landlord he doesn't have the balls to tell us face to face do you amit Though we um, are uh, big God, fans, we love, love what you've you. done for us in terms <laughs> and of allowing us what you are you know, going to continue to do. But anyway, we've got to leave this beautiful we flat to... there quite soon. Not for anything we've done. He he's not you. He said it's me and his ex-wife. And we took that at face value because yeah, it is. I'm not going to interrogate it and assume that it's anything to do with my lead, my premier Your tenancy, tenant prime. Because I've steered this tenancy ship from. Strength to strength. Yeah. And now the iceberg that is our inevitable eviction, I, I'll be going down with the ship. I'm staying here. <laughs> You're not moving out. No, I'm done. This is it for me. Will any of your things be going? God, all I of suppose them. bit by bit with the bailiffs. Yeah. Every last one of them. <laughs> Are you doing a sort of chaining yourself to an element of the flat? I'll be doing or? a dirty protest uh, on the walls of your room, just so that they know who to charge with that you, kind of deposit. You could never... <laughs> I cannot think of a single human being in the world who would wait longer than you before resorting to a dirty process. I didn't mean shit necessarily. I'd happily spew a vomit on a wall. I have done. Not intentionally. <laughs> not in protest. <laughs> no, not usually in protest. Although I guess protesting against like being drunk the day before. Yeah. That's a kind of... That's really the best. But protest. did you then leave it there, smear it around with the hand? You better believe I didn't. I zapped it straight off. Exactly. I it, banged it right well, out of existence. It takes some of the sting out of the protest if you then clear it up yourself. Yeah, and also I don't have a projectile vomit. No. I have a kind of, well, it's a very controlled throatal sphincter, my doctor says. I don't feel as though Thatcher would have had such a vicious hatred of Mr. Sands had he cleaned up. I guess not. After himself. I guess not. Um,. All of that is by the by there, and we will be keeping you updated in the most minute of detail uh, as time goes by with our, our fluctuation. How That's an unfortunate word. How it goes. Maybe we can... Um, Maybe we can do a poll and people decide where we live. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be very good. Maybe we can... Um... We could leave, dif- leave a microphone on record when we do some house viewings. Uh, get some, yeah, that'd be fun, get actually. Get some audio. Because fuck me, they're horrid, all the houses mm. that we can afford, <laughs> apart from this one <laughs> that we're leaving. I do like the idea that we do a contest with the listeners, and we don't we don't tell them what the prize is, but the prize is we're going to move into their town. <laughs> that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Just live there for a bit. Wow. And if it's... Over in the USA, of yes, If it's in they Australia, love undocumented immigrants. Oh, even more. <laughs> they love them. That's why it's like build that wall, keep them in, because they don't want them to, to mm. go back home. Today's episode is um, inspired, and I use the word loosely because it's stolen from a podcast that I hold dear to my heart, and I know that you don't, but I know that you would if you listened to it. Um, it was told. I was led towards it by a listener and pal. Joe Dange, who was on the show many, many moons ago, back in the back in the old days. And um, it's called Cool Games, Inc. 
Um, it's by Polygon.com. It's no longer in existence for unfortunate sexual harassment circumstances. <sighs> Always a shame. Um, but those episodes, it's one of the McElroy brothers, the funniest of the three, I'd say, Griffin and this other guy. And the idea is that they're two game reviewers working for Polygon. That bit's true. And that they're just inventing games out of mad ideas. And we realized that Declan and I, we work great in the Rialo sphere, but it's really in the imagination zone that we come into our own. It's a bit like in uh, Ready Player One. You remember when, when we went to see that or when you read it no. for the show? You've not, you haven't finished it yet. I guess you're going through no, it slowly. Yeah. Wade Watts in real prologue, life. It's, 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 well, it's a good it's prologue. Like it's, yeah. it's hefty. It's Wade Watts dense. in his real life, he's a, a loser dweeb. Um, he lives in a car park, I think, and he's weak, he's pale, he's a tawdry sort of being. But God, when he goes into the virtual zone, he's a big, hefty boy, like Kay Burley's right. son. I suppose this is like the Kay Burley's infamous keyboard warriors that she mentioned, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. those people who are strong once they're in the cybo sphere. Yeah, strong but, behind the board. But... But, but we take can, the board away. Yeah, while well, they're typing on the table. Exactly. That's not going to do anything apart from a lovely percussive Madness. melody. So, like Wade Watts, we come into what we're great on Earth, but when we ascend into the cerebral plane is when magic really begins to happen. And it's something we've explored before with your many and varied cup features. And we thought, you know, Cool Games Inc. It's its own thing. It's finished, sure. It hasn't been on for a few years. And it's quite a specific idea that we don't want to steal. But what if we just put our sideways glance on it? And hmm. I do mean we put it in a cup. Yeah, we put it, we've put it in four cups and we don't have a, a sort of budding and responsive listenership in the same way that they did. No, well, we don't have a listenership. So it's really I, very different. Stats have changed since last year updated <laughs> me. Zero. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, but yeah, we... we we're to be fair, we didn't own. let them know. No, 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 exactly. them know in advance with it. So it, there's no I want to stress this though. It is fair. It's fair use what we're doing. Well, it is fair use. It's not parody. It's homage. Mm, and it's, it's I interesting like when homage, uh, sort of overtakes the original product because if only in terms of contemporaneousness, we're still, where are they today? Well, floundered by the wayside. Yeah. Whereas well, we powered one the of ship shape. Entirely cancelled. Cancelled. Oh no, it's sort of coming back at the moment, actually, because I think there was a kind of re, Post Me Too, people like looked back at what he did and were like, it was bad and we're going to cancel him, but we're not cancelling him in the same vein as that. Mm. So there seems to be a sort of uncomfortable uh, that's a shame. coming back to, uh, I don't know yeah, how, don't I guess that. it's I guess it's something that we're going to have to navigate as this generation of cyber people. May just stay away. I think Let Griffin do all. Yeah, well, Griffin is, is doing a lot of, of great work, but sadly none of it related to us. We have four cups and in each cup we have an idea. And those ideas are as follows. I don't know what the order is anymore. We've got a platform yep. for the game. Yeah. Such as... Well, let's not give any examples. Well, no, but... Okay, such just as in PlayStation case. 1. There we go. That's one. That could be a platform. Then we've got a genre or style of game. Such as... A first-person shooter. A maybe. kicking game. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favourites. The third is a theme mm -hmm. or a message or perhaps a stance. That yes. the game is going to either deal with yep. or promote. My take on it was that I only came up after you'd already, already done yours was like, the game is about dot, dot, dot. So it's less like politics, for example. Mm. It's more just, what's it really about? What's, mm, what's the, like the core thrust? Underneath all of those If you peel away the kicking zeros. layers, yeah, what's the code saying to us? And the final one is a 
protagonist or character who yeah. must appear. And you chose the orange cup for that one, of course. Because of my hair color. Well, because it's the most powerful, second most powerful color uh, of the four. Red is the most, I don't know if I've told you, my, my billionaire pal Tom, every day comes up and says, you know, Isaac, red is the most powerful color in, con-, he does talk like this, by the way, this is not just a bad accent. Joker impression. In contemporary art. And unless your art is red, no one's buying it. I was like, is that wow. true, Tom? He's, and he said, he's back with all the Rothkos. <laughs> yeah, apparently red is the, the colour. So orange, it's red adjacent. And I think that's a really good thing for you to end on. Wow. In that sense, it, it's a build. Well, that's my fantastic It's an innate, an innate sense of musicality yeah, exactly. that I've often said you have. Let's dive right in, shall we? I Wait, you, oh, before we oh, do. Oh, hang on a minute. What's this under Isaac's? Oh, oh hello. No. We've got some little extra notes here. Oh, dear. Each of them emblazoned with a star. Okay. Representative of this being the star addition to the four. Oh, And this is something I've been it. doing privately for some time. Yes, I thought you might have been. What I've done here is five, uh, we'll call them gaming words. <laughs> But not in that way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're just words or phrases that pertain to the gamosphere that are going to be modifiers that we can reach for okay. once we've established the game. They're going to be just if little curveballs or modifiers. If we fancy If it's them, been I, too easy, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I will be bringing one out for each each go that we do just because, well, I've prepared them and it would be a shame. Oh, right. Don't okay. read it. Don't well, read no, it. well, I can't. <clears throat> because as we all so know, your handwriting is... Abysmal. It's not that it's abysmal. It's well, no, it it's is abysmal. very idiosyncratic and uh, particular. Particular to your style of terrible handwriting. Uh, it's not terrible. It's, it's Scratchy, a spidery. It's not Illegible. spidery. <laughs> very spidery. Is it? Would you say that's a spidery? Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Off you go then. Me first, is it? Of course it is. <laughs> Here's the sound of the cups, guys. Now, we were going to... You won, me too. Yeah. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, no. We were going to... I was going to add a stipulation we had to wear a glove each. I couldn't find my gloves. And I would have refused. No, no, you'd have loved to. No. I was putting up some shelves the other day. And um, the only thing that... that I'm honestly really bad at doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at the manual from Yahee Shelf Co., which is actually almost what they were called. It was Yahee. And uh, it made no sense. And I don't think it's... I'm not bad at stuff like that. I think the manual is particularly right. Well, why didn't you just do it? That but anyway, all that came with it, there was like 50 different parts. A shelf is simple. It's a table with another table on top. That's a shelf. That's how I've always oh, seen right. it. <laughs> okay. And yet there Maybe were, that's where you have any trouble. Honestly, so many parts that all look the same. And all that came with it were 50 different horrid, like blue, dusty parts. Some too many edge pieces, which was confusing, which was supposed to so you don't bang your head on a corner, and a pair of the most serial killer looking hospital woolen gloves that I've ever seen. They were pre loved, they were covered in a kind of sticky, they weren't, it didn't like account for them in the inventory. You just bought the evidence to someone else's crime. Oh, yeah, the shelf strangler. (laughs) Fuck. But anyway, did he, was he a shelf who strangled? Did (laughs) he strangle shelves? So, we've got for you today a mobile game, and it's not Android. That is that is specified in brackets. Okay, cool. It's a, and we'll talk about why we, we can't target that particular ecosystem. Demographic. Soon. We've got a mobile game. Oh, this is a Declan suggestion. And it's uh, a point and click, C-Y-O-A, choose your own adventure. I didn't know what that was, because I'm, mm. I'm not really a gamer like you. Pointing and clicking even even more... 
pointable when it's your own finger. That's really good. Oh, yeah, fuck. That's a, that's innovation. It's already right? working. It's uh, about terminal illness. So that's About good. terminal illness? Yeah. What's it a game about at this point? It's about terminal illness. Right, okay. Oh, what's that new cool game? Yeah, it's the Terminal Illness the new, Choose Your Own it's Point. It's the new Choose Your Own Adventure iPhone up about Terminal Illness. And one of the great things I want you to know dear. is that the kid from the infamous They're Gonna Taste Great Frosties advert, brackets all his ghost, is the lead. Now, this wow. already ties together really nicely because as we've maybe talked before, there were a lot of rumours about that poor kid, weren't there? Well, he killed himself. Well, he was he was bullied to death. I read that he was a victim of an acid attack once. That he joined <laughs> was that a... at the time? No, it was you, last week. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I was were you reading that. when you were like eight? You were reading up about acid attacks. On no, the no, Frosties I think kid. it was one of the like schoolyard. It was a talking point. In so, the... what at, at what stage though of your schooling were you making up rumours about acid attacks? I wasn't attack? making them up. I well, look. I went to a, school in South East London. A, you definitely were. Acid Central, we called it, round where uh, I live. Because <laughs> we were all doing Acid it. high for the criminally insane. <laughs> for the criminally scalded. Uh, no, but don't you remember all this? It was like it was like the child water cooler moment, talking about that advert. Yeah, yeah, I remember to, that. But to the poor boy. Ours was just more like he killed himself rather than uh, something as specific as he was in an acid attack. <laughs> there was a rumour that he'd left the country I don't know which which I was going <laughs> to say jo- to join a boy band or something like he'd become the front of a boy I think that was a rumour that was like when some boy band came to fruition he looked a bit you know like oh, right. you know like when they look at a Sandy Hook victim and they're like well if you squint a bit that today <laughs> that's just the same that's this like Tom Hanks shadow yeah. <laughs> looks like and they're like therefore it was fake it was the same kind of thing where they're like he looked mm. a bit similar so the the idea that terminal illness could play into the frosty the Frosty's kids. Myth- mythos. Yeah. I think it's very... It's almost too believable. Mm. So, let's talk start to me with this, about... Well, let's start with the, the platform. You said mobile. Yeah. Specifically, not Android. Yeah. I think that's just a practical... We're a new studio at Shame Shame Games, Inc. Shame Games Limited. And you can't you can't be getting all them Androids, can you? Uh, probably not. All the different also, screen sizes. I don't... I really don't like the Android alien thing. Oh, why the not? The robot. I think it just looks despicable. Oh, that's frankly. a bit. That's a bit future future racist. Is it future racist? Well, that's what I robot. You know what? Are. Maybe I am because you know back in the the 2012 Olympics, that yeah, everyone's I love been them. falling over again of late. Is you know they had those horrific alien mascot things. Yes, that were called something. Oh, they were called something they were called like so Gorkle and Sminxen. Yeah, but something like, like that. Yeah, you loved and, those. Oh, I hate them. Well, I think everyone hated them, to be fair. Yeah. They were not the ones. So, iPhone only, to start with. I'm not, look, I'm not ruling out the possibility. No, 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 no. We're going to play it by ear in that regard. You know, they're like king of the apps, though, so... If it's a point-and-click game, the implication usually is that it's from a first-person perspective of, like, like searching around a room, you click on a a drawer and it opens and then there's yeah. some like maybe a manual well, about some how to deal with your terminal illness. Are we assuming the position, the perspective of the Frosty's kid? No. Down. I think it's about like trying to find him. Okay. I think it's trying oh, okay. to find out what happened to him. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, oh, the, that's it's a like mystery, the third man, mm, but more, more Frosty's based. Uh, Cause there are almost no yeah. serial. Well, Graham Greene overlooked the Frosty's element. Lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And Orson Welles 
refused to act alongside Tony the Tiger. Yeah, he'd already... They'd had a, a big beef back in the day. Um, <laughs> back, back over Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah, not very messy. Tony he, wanted Tony to play was, Rosebud. Tony was the best boy on that, and he really <laughs> fucked some of those big shots up for awesome in a way that he would never, could never forgive. So, okay, so it's a mystery game. Yeah. I like that already. I like the idea that our choose-your-own-adventure is is less about, like, endless branching paths, and it's more about finding the most efficient way of locating the Frosty's kid. Yeah. Are we to assume that wherever he is in a hospice or something? Well, yeah, he's, he's dying of terminal right. illness. Don't you think that... Or what if it's that you're dying of terminal illness and, and you want to find he him... he knows the solution to it. Yeah, or you just want to find him before you die. Why is that, though? Well, because it's got the last great mystery. <laughs> is it? Yeah. When they say yeah. that, oh, I was born too late to explore we've done, the globe. We've done black holes. They've already they're, found where the Pacific Islands are, so where the, we might as well. Where the fuck is the Frosties, kid? It's a good question. It's like Carmen San Diego sort of vibe. Yeah. I guess, okay, I think there's going to have to be a lot of front-loaded exposition <laughs> to get across the... Dare I say, somewhat niche message. The year is 2021. Every other mystery (laughs) has been solved. Yeah, so... One dying man. Okay, so you were some kind of explorer, like a a cryptozoologist, but purely of, like, meme folk. Like, maybe you've already found that good guy, Greg, and that Harold guy with the... Oh, yeah, the horrible smiles, yeah. Oh, it's not a horrid smile. Don't say that about him. Well, he's got is. a lovely smile. No, he hasn't because oh, he always got... looks so afraid. Yeah, no, but he doesn't know how not to. <laughs> have you seen his TED talk? Yeah, it's... don't be watching it if you haven't, guys. <laughs> he's got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, photos were really his medium. Yeah. Although, to be fair, like seeing him move is quite disconcerting because he does have that face every every angle. <laughs> you will have it from all three hundred and sixty degrees. Like a painting that follows you. It's like a Wachowski-esque bullet oh, time. No. Where you just see that smile from every possible incarnation. So we're gonna have to open with the idea maybe oh, this is the way. It's a cold open where we're in this person's heyday, pre-illness, and then maybe the mystery they're solving is like <laughs> how bad really is asbestos? <laughs> and it turns out we like they they smash open the asbestos factory and they're like, <gasps> yeah, and then oh. cut to black five years later and we hear that like, doo, doo, like the yeah. heartbeat monitor thing. And it's like hospital, ambient hospital sounds, which I think is going to be quite cool, especially if there's already been this. Especially from the tinny iPhone speaker. <laughs> really <good. laughs> yeah, that would be really good, actually. One thing about the mobile format that I think we could play with is this idea of like, it's always on you you've always got the means to dive back into this adventure there's a good oh, game called... you love you love like actual clock based events as well fucking, don't you so I fucking it could be like them. oh it will buzz with a clue and oh. they'll be like it'll be the doctor calling is like That's... call back within yeah, an hour yeah, yeah, yeah. and if it. you don't do it real time i was going to say there's a game called the night jar which i think benedict cumberbatch was affiliated with but it came out years ago and i think this is the one i mean Basically, you started it and there was, it was like entirely an audio sort of experience. You listened to some setup and then you just left the app and then it sort of sent you what looked exactly like text messages every so often right. from the protagonist being like, uh, it's very dark in this night jar and there's aliens everywhere. What do you think <laughs> I should do next? And you'd reply like, 
fuck off. I'm in a meeting. <laughs> and sorry, game sorry, would, I'll speak to you when you're out of work. <laughs> the game would like play out through that. So yeah, I do think tying it with real events that prompt you to get back in. What's the what's the hook though? Why do people have to do that? Maybe um the illness oh, takes him over otherwise. What if uh, it's about your proximity to the Frosties kid? Like, oh, hang on a minute. Fuck, it's he's, Geo. He's, yeah. It's geolocated. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a bit like uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah. As in it's it relates it to your area and you open up and it's like, oh, hang on a minute. He's at Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. And you have to get out and go. But what if you, what if you don't is what I'm getting at. Like, what's the... What's keeping people coming back? Well, then... Them? Obviously, the mystery itself, the narrative well, will spin. it's going to be powerful It's going to be one of the great... It's going to be like, and then there were none for the modern age. Mm. Um, well, if he flees, yeah. your chances of seeing him again drastically diminish. Okay. What and if it'll it's, be somewhere a bit further. What if it encourages, like, guild play, where, like, you can form an allegiance with other players across the world... A bit like when ARGs happen for a movie release and they're like, oh, we've left a package in eight locations and it's always Times Square, Um, Trafalgar Square, that famous crosswalk in Tokyo. What if, um, what if it's factional? So there are some people trying to to kill kill the Frosties Frosties kid kid and some people want to like save the Frosties kid. Okay. We can get a real like for the horde, for the alliance thing going. That'd be good. I, one thing. And people will be like, Wow, can we get this on like console? Because uh, and we're like, <laughs> no, you can't. This is a mobile only. We're revitalizing the mobile space. It's yeah. a breath of fresh air. How if if the game now has become for at least half the player base? How may I assassinate the Frosty <laughs> Boy? Two questions. Yeah. Uh, how do we get him on board with that idea? Doesn't seem like it would necessarily. We haven't said that it's the fictional Frosty's character. In fact, we made it quite clear that it's the, it is the, the boy kid actor who was in that the we're trying to have killed. Yeah, uh, he he might find that dangerous. Number two, he's definitely down. He's like, we can we can get him. Must be yeah. number two, especially after the acid. Or he's Jesus. dead. Yeah. <laughs> How what's how's terminal illness playing into that? Because at the moment, this is a game about slaughtering the real Frosty's boy actor. Well, okay, <clears throat> here's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. So you remember there's there was the um, Corrupted blood thing yeah, in yeah, yeah. Um, World, of, World Warcraft. of Warcraft. For anyone who doesn't, it's exactly what it sounds like. Like someone got a, an illness yeah. in the yeah. game. A debuff. And everyone... It, it was a bug where there was like some glitch where for some reason this negative buff, a debuff, could spread outside of the like event it was supposed to be in. So it's been used by immunologists and stuff mm. to study how Quickly. virus transmission works in... A huge community. It's really cool. Wikipedia. It's an interesting read. So, what if um, part of this is the Frosties? No. What if it's that you know? If you're, it doesn't matter whether you're for pro or anti Frosties kid. Uh-huh. You're dying of this illness. But what if your cooperation with other players speeds up each of your illnesses? So there's a penalty for cooperation. So you, That's unusual. Yes, but. It's easier to get him if you cooperate. Uh-huh. But if you aren't, if there's a fault in the team, so you're working together, but you don't get him, it's actually a penalty. And what if, <coughs> what if you, like, there could be moles then. So you could be like, right, this is our, this is the world's or Europe's largest 
pro FB Frosty's Boy Alliance. Yeah. And then one of the antis, one of the assassins, gets in and is trying to just like waylay. He's exactly. like, oh, I just saw him down the road, quick. And everyone's like, oh, running he, out in he's real in, life. He's in Ladbrokes. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone would waste their time then. That person kind of sacrificing themselves, I guess, but that's the nature of like camaraderie. Yeah. It would encourage some really daring Eve Online style, huge, expensive yeah. battles in in the physical, the flesh zone. The flesh I think space. as well, like to make it, uh, to give it some real punch. Once you die, uh-huh. the game deletes itself. Deletes itself. You, you has to be on a new device before you mm. can re-download. So we can tie it to like phone numbers or something. Or, mm. Oh, you can probably do it per device. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um, just to, to, you know, to stop you just being like, I'm going to make a billion accounts and just. Go kill, that, try kill that Frosty's kid. Yeah. What happens if you get him? Is that just the end of the game for everyone? Or does uh, he come back with like a renewed... It's like New Game Plus. Like this time he can fly. <laughs> <laughs> this time you're but even you, more But Ill. you never can. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's hovering. Just, he's just 10 feet it's above It's going to taste great. It's going to taste great. That would be good, I think. Um, I think something in that vein, but I think again, similar to when we designed our... A coma game yeah i think maybe there could be an element of you can't at some point like people could get close mm. we could start to spread rumors that people have caught him but like he got away we could split it into seasons maybe where like because if we're controlling the frosty's kid and he's gonna work for us and be our sort of our, our bitch well he is he's our cuck bitch yeah i guess he already is in many ways uh god rest his his acidy soul then we could generate some kind of narrative arcs for these seasons where like by choosing the it's a bit like that game scotland yard that we have not played together but both know of which is a fucking great board game it's like the only good board game i think um and the idea that i'm reaching for here is that well apart from ludo i fucking love a ludo snakes and ladders (laughs) very fair very good very fun skill intensive yeah heavy um in this scotland yard game the the genius mechanic is that you're tracking someone called mr x who is a real player with you they move around the board in pretty much the same way you can but with they've got slightly more ability to move but every like x turns they reveal where on the board they are and your entire job is just to find and catch them like that's it so what if if we planned a sufficiently interesting series of where frosty's kids going to turn up like maybe if there were a major terrorist incident in say berlin then frosty's kids there a week i was going to say before but that would imply (laughs) that we were also orchestrating that but he's quick on the scene implying that like he has some nefarious underground connection this is quite black mirrory in the sense that i in the end i think we'd have to resort to hiring someone to actually be the Frosty's And he'd be killed. And he would be killed. Yeah, it would be a bit like the Ra's al Ghul Batman Begins setup. Mm. We'd have to have endless decoy snails in order to protect the real... What We'll start calling him the asset, probably. Yeah. Just between... Like, when I'm emailing you, like, uh, next location idea... The asset wants contract update. (laughs) (laughs) Wants paying, even (laughs) once. Any names for this game? I've thought of something, there's something in like, it's going to chase great because obviously that's the Frosty's kid motto. Yeah. And it is about a chase mm. that we can do a player. I was thinking, the world is this is. a free game? Yes. Free. Are we doing microtransactions though? We're going to transact. You need to. Fuck out. Oh, well let's. 40 quid for 
Oh, microtransactions is one of your things, isn't it? It's not. It's close. I I ruled that one out because I thought we should have it in every game. (laughs) (laughs) We want to make a fortune. I'm just going to take this one. Okay. And it's... And it, it? Well, it, it kind of relates anyway because yeah. it's just MMORPG. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. Well, that's just, that's just our game. Although that implies that we need more role-playing elements where people need to be able to like sufficiently diverge from the Well, that's where the character. microtransactions come in because you just stylize your character. You can pay for wizard spells. Mm. You can pay f- to be Chinese. You can pay to just have the kid killed. <laughs> you pay enough. That's like... <laughs> Wow, that'd be run, amazing. That's like when I ran that Minecraft server back in the old days uh, for profit and fun, but mostly profit. What, you, you pick whichever one you think. Yeah. Um, and we had like donator ranks and one of them was for something like $150, like the most stupid amount of money to pay for a free voluntary, like you can play yeah. service. So I just priced that one so high because I thought no one would, you kind of need like a spectrum yeah. to work with him. And they had every possible thing you could do. Like they were basically in charge of the server. Yeah. I'm saying we do that where like we it's a volume game for the most part. We just want these small transactions, people being like, Oh, buy a baseball hat so you won't know it's me coming to find him <laughs> with this big vial of hydrochloric acid. But then one like our business model, you know how startups at the moment, the whole venture capitalist angel investment scheme is you start a business you grow it as quickly as possible with investment even if you're running a loss to yep. be to be bought yes we set up the whole game with a kind of dead man switch that for a, a million dollars you can just win like you just win yeah not only the game but you win the game because we'll just give you it. yeah you have we take everything we had so far we, you, yeah, you run with it all now. the right to transfer. I can't be bothered yeah because it was it sounds like hard work yeah it does it sounds like there's some real time monitoring it's a bit like that app there used to be an app didn't there that was just it was just a black square but it cost you a thousand pounds oh yeah the like have. how rich you are app yeah yeah they removed that sadly mm. I think there was one that showed a gold bar like or maybe it was the same one that updated to just a JPEG of like some gold <laughs> bullion to be like wow worth it now woo <laughs> There we go. It's going to chase great. It's coming to oh, iPhone so only. Um, we will only be targeting I- iOS 13. So if you're on an, a pre like iPhone 7, sorry, but you're not involved. And we'll be largely marketing to kids because they're suckers for yeah. those microtransactions. And, and rich fools. Well, yes. Yeah, that Specifically, viable. people in the middle of that. Yeah. Ooh, right. Perfect. My turn, is it? Why not, Declan? Why ever not? Okay, let's go with this one. You've picked a platform from the, the pla- Blue Cup. The platform is the Nintendo Wii. Oh, lo- I love the Nintendo Wii myself. Well, it's a good console. It's a lot of fun. It and is. It really, it really revitalised Nintendo's image at the time, I'd Fantastic. say. Fantastic. Were they struggling, babe? I think, you know, they weren't struggling relative to us, but in their own way, it was a challenge. Uh, it's a VR shared space game. Okay. I'll explain what I mean by that a little bit. Yeah, please. Uh, there used to be a thing on PlayStation 3 that was bizarrely discontinued that was called something like Shared Home. And all you did was you log on, you make an avatar, and then you just have a house that you live in. And you could like decorate it. You could go to like the mall. But the point is there's just everyone, everyone who had a PlayStation could have this for free and just hang out there. So you'd have like voice chats, just just chatting it up. There's no, there's not any end goal necessarily, although you can mm. have like mini games within it. The idea is mostly just about like being with people 
in the virtual space. Interesting that you should say that. Our theme for this game yeah. is one that lends itself to discussion and debate. Okay, that's with, good. With people. And it's that the underarm bowling incident of 1981 right. was entirely fair play. Okay, now, that, just for the listeners' benefits, talk us through... Well, it was a, a cricket game. Right, okay. A test, between, test match between Australia and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. More and than testing. Uh, if anyone wanted to watch cricket. If anyone wanted to watch <laughs> the it. Answer and it turned out they did. <laughs> because it was the last ball of the game, uh-huh. and New Zealand needed a six to win. Okay. Um and so the captain of the Australian team instructed the bowler, who also happened to be his younger brother, uh-huh. to just roll the ball along the floor <laughs> so that there was no possible way That's they could get good. six, which at the time Is was no legal within crazy. the rules, but was utterly unthinkable in terms of just playing the game. Just being a it, fair yeah. person. Um, and it in, indeed... Spurned a rule change that you are not allowed to do. No, (laughs) they fixed that one. Yeah, they fixed that one. Okay. But it was a big controversy and still causes a lot of animosity between Australia and New Zealand, which, you know, normally just get on fire. Yeah. And the crit community as a whole, I imagine, is torn to shreds (sighs) about it, all 25 of them. Nearly killed the sport. Crazy. And who's going to be featuring this game? (laughs) Don't you worry. Not necessarily as a main character, because it sounds like the main character is going to be those brave men out on the field, the cricket court. On both sides. The main character and or side character Uh is going to be... Yep. This is fitting. Whose is it? It's Captain Birdseye. He's very much... I don't know if it's an international brand, Captain Birdseye, but then we did also just talk about the Frosties kid for 30 minutes and I don't know if people... I'm pretty sure that was a global phenomenon. Because it was dubbed, wasn't it? So I guess it might as well have been. But Captain Birdseye is... He's the Colonel Sanders of the UK fishery. Yeah, he sells fish fingers. Uh, and other fish delights. No, he sells fish fingers. He sells fish Kievs. He sells... That shouldn't be allowed. Fish delights. Do the people of Kiev know that he's well, doing he's that? bastardised their, <laughs> their staple. So Captain Birdseye, he's a kind of avuncular, old, seafaring chap. Um, I see him as a... <clears throat> A wise figure, and I think that's going to be important. Yeah, whereas I think of Colonel Sanders as something of a hick. I think of Colonel Sanders as an outright uh, and flagrant nonce. racist nonce. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a 100% chance that Colonel Sanders is a racist, isn't that? Surely. Well, he was a real person. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that he, yeah, sure. Was he a, a real colonel? Can't have been. Has anyone interrogated this <laughs> claim to fucking well, military clearly fame? not us. No. <laughs> we haven't done much of the research. Captain Birdseye, though, very much a captain. Yeah, well, he he was on the Titanic. And whoever he's played by these in, days. Oh, yeah, oh, God, adverts, he's a real person now. That's a new development in the adverts. He used to just be a cartoon person. Yeah. Now he's a beautiful old man. He's one of the sexiest old men he's, you're not, ever likely to see flogging fish. For me, it's not the sexiness, although it's undeniably there. It's it's a magnetism. And mm. I suppose now that I think about it, it is, it is just a sort Raw of predatory lust <laughs> that he conveys with that kindly, <clears throat> albeit fishy, demeanour. And it's interesting because he does strike me as someone who... He's not necessarily a massive fan of the cricket, but being an old person, yeah, he does have default. an intimate knowledge of it. Because it's such a slow sport, 
I think if you're old, it's one of the few you can keep up with. It's cricket yeah. or it's bowls. <clears throat> and I think that when you become old, you retrospectively are just given that knowledge because yeah, they're like, you've, you've been here's there. the manual for what every major cricket event was. And there are only three of them. There's this one you're talking about. <laughs> There's the time that someone said the batsman's holding the bowler's willy. Yeah. Everyone thought that was the peak of fucking <laughs> humour for 25 goddamn years. Uh, and that is that is all of them. Oh, no, no, there's that one where the guy threw his Throws own... his ball through his own through his sunglasses. Own sunglasses. <laughs> that's the best one. That's Yeah, that's one of the greatest. So the game's called something like Captain Bird's Eyes Cricket Capers. Yep. Because what I've done... Cricket it, Conundrum, I think. Well, I was I liked capers because it's a food thing as well. No, there's a that's food very pump. dumb, but it's not fish, is it? It's a uh, fish... You can put it with fish. Or... <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we could it's say a, that about almost anything. It's a salty food, but I think and the, the sea is the salt womb i think that the it's the womb of salt and if you want the salty capers uh, you're gonna have to break a few eggs some sea eggs caviar or roe oh dear um i think conundrum just because it's about coming to what if it's a conundrum because it's a cricket conundrum so captain bird's eyes cricket captain bird's eyes cricket (laughs) conundrum (laughs) captain bird's eyes cricket conundrum colon <laughs> the we the VR. VR experience <laughs> we are naturally oh. Oh, and that's like shared space so the way I see this playing out um, you're familiar with the Zapruder test <laughs> because what I'm picturing is that when you log in mm. so you're putting on your I guess an, a proprietary piece of hardware that we're going to have to develop because none of it like the Rift the whatever the other one is the Vive I don't know that they explicitly targeted 2007's the Wii no in terms of like hardware I'm sure compatibility. that no but once we take this game to them they'll find a way yeah and I maybe there's some lucrative business to be done in a kind of like a, a, a middle, little dongle yeah like a, exactly like Apple style dongle that connects past and future can I interrupt oh yeah to tell a small story that Go for I, it. I was telling yesterday and the words just come up again so my dad uh-huh um lovely man but not necessarily the greatest with uh, language, Aww. his own or anyone else's. Good at French, as I recall from previous episodes. <clears throat> so his English as well yeah. uh, is uh, is questionable. <laughs> um, and he, but he was the first person who ever told me about what a dongle was. Right. So when so he like said birds and the bees sort of thing, when he said dongle, yeah, I just laughed at him and I was like will not be called that because <laughs> I was certain that this is just something he made up that as a species we can do better than we surely must have done but it turned out he was right all mm. credit to him but it did remind me of one of the finest pieces of um of his own neologisms uh-huh. um and he 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 likes to do them often he comes up with his own words for things or his own ways well, of referring as do to all things. of us probably not of course good fun but his come not from a sense of uh, linguistic playfulness, rather, a, he couldn't remember the actual word. Okay. And one of the the most famous of these among the family was a time uh, there was a sort of Comedy Central marathon mm-hmm. of Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. Um, <laughs> why? Well, why was this something they do, that you knew they, about? They do it with like with all the sitcoms. That no, they, I'm that not they have. that. I'm just wondering why you'd be choosing to interact with it. Oh, it was enjoyable. Okay. It was like it was something that everyone in the family could yeah, kind of agree on. 
Hey, I'm Ray. That's I good, love it when it? people do their Ray Romano impressions. Do other people good. do it? Yeah. Do you oh, have, no, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I can do the other, the big lad. Oh, don't worry about it. Hey there, boss. It's oh. me. How's it going, Ray? I think you've done a hate <laughs> crime. Oh. Um, so... Uh, and it was especially something that even dad could kind of get on board with. I'm the old of... one from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> I'm your granddaddy. He was... Uh, that's the colonel. <laughs> that's crazy. He was in Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. What did he play? Have you know, Same character. Playing the angry old man. Nice. <laughs> um, but, you know, because of that, it was something that dad could like, even dad could get on board with. Mm-hmm. And he's quite miserable with what goes on the TV and what doesn't. <laughs> But even he kind of got sick of the amount that it was on for this sort of week or something. Yeah, well, that's he, not hard to do with ELR. He came into the into the living room mm-hmm. and he went at one of his favourite phrases, what shit you got on here then? <laughs> Looked down at the TV, recognised a couple of characters, although in hindsight, perhaps only in the vaguest of possible senses. <laughs> turned down the corridor, yelled down to my mum, his name is Amanda. Yeah. She goes by Mandy. Dad calls her Mand. Yeah. And he yelled down the corridor, Oh, man, they're only watching Here Comes Fred again. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Fred, Fred, Fred with his head of a dream. He's got a wife and some kids. He's got a mom and I'm dad. the old one. <laughs> hey, I'm his brother. <laughs> That's Fred. Hey guys, it's me, Fred. <laughs> Here comes Fred. Here comes Fred. None of those words in the title. To be honest, it's a be- it could be. Why not? Because everybody doesn't love Raymond. In the no, show. I think that was the, the that was the joke. Not enough people dislike him for it to be funny. <laughs> so it's in that sweet spot of meaninglessness where Here comes Fred would have been fine. Like it could have been called that. Who who is Fred? We don't, don't know. Don't, don't needed to find that out, pal. It would you'd imply that you watch till the end and you'd find Fred like, like how I met your mother. The last scene would be, "Hey, who's that at the door? Is it you?" Fr-? And then it cuts it's out. Cousin, cousin Fred. <laughs> After the credits, he just goes ank. <laughs> okay, so anyway. all of that is to say, what what I was going to say is that we I get like a piece the of technology to link yeah, the VR and the Wii. Let's. Let's just assume we can do that because I believe in us. I believe we can. The technology is within our grasp. It's 2019. We can do anything. Come on. We could kick that Wii to death if we wanted. Wouldn't help the game. Maybe we can get that mouse with an ear on its back to be like our mascot. Yeah, why? He can be on the logo. And that could imply that what I'm going to talk about now, detection and listening, looking, tasting. You don't have to point to the relevant organ. Smelling. As you do feeling. Because I'm here and I know them all myself and it's of no use to the listeners. What I'm getting at is there's a brilliant internet urge that you will have noticed and we've remarked on many a time before for dissection. What we have now in our 2019 landscape is a world in which every event, both major and minor, as long as one person is there, can be preserved for all time. Yeah. For constant review for constant reappraisal. And it's one of the things that is both incredible as an archive, an archival tool. But in the case of this show, for instance, will probably be the ruining of of at least our careers, should they ever take off in any meaningful way. Yeah. This is most often seen in the kind of conspiracy world where they will endlessly reanalyze footage of Obama's wife blinking. To see if Michelle is in fact 
blinking like a lizard with a kind of sideways eyelid. Or maybe some Morse code saying, help yep. me, help um, me. Stuff like that. And what I was thinking about is the the aesthetic that I'd like to go for here is of that kind of grainy, you know, it's never quite right the footage of this stuff like when someone takes a photo of Bigfoot it's never hmm. it's never just like a headshot never HD of Bigfoot it's never no. yeah it's always like 128 times manual zoom minimum the light levels are all over the gaff like they haven't done that autofocus little it's shakiness a, exactly a shakiness a granularity that I think is particularly like evocative well that was physical footage for you wasn't it I suppose so and I think that's what it would be nice to have here is you log in, you put on your VR headset, and it boots up. Welcome to Crapton Bird's Eyes, whatever the fuck it was called. Cricket <laughs> And every single time you load the game, and I use game in a very loose sense, mm-hmm. it starts you just watching the event that we're talking about. This 1981, was it? Yep. Underhand incident. The underarm bowling incident of 1981. How long would you estimate the, the footage is? Oh, we could watch maybe... Three minutes and get the gist. Right. So we want like a minute either side and then the event itself. And what's going to be, there's going to be no sound to start with, or it's going to have the kind of audio quality of like an old TV far off in the, in the corner of a room. Like yeah. very kind of tinny. And he's done a great big underarm roll there, boys. That kind of vibe. Who, and who people are just going to be, well, it was me. Crapton Bird's Eye. Yeehaw Bird's Eye. People are able to wander through this scene together, right. all of them in tandem. You can buddy up. You don't have to. There are going to be some people who want to work alone, who will be there like portrait artists studying a particular new vantage point to see, mm. does this elucidate, illuminate any more about the essential fairness of the act? If I'm crouched down at crotch level, staring as if I am the ball rolling across, there'll be people crawling along there'll be people probably just hanging out because you can't watch it forever i mean you you physically can but people you wouldn't we get burnt out we call it in we the, do. in the startup world there'll be people who are just coming there to hang out and maybe just chat about like the the issues that this throws up and basically there is well there can be no end game really because no. there can be no decision made Maybe we have a a mechanism where you can, after each time you log off, you like, you click something to come out of the cricket part. And then you're in front of one of those, like a virtual voting booth. And it's like, was it fair? The Crapton's there. I'm on the booth. So what do you think? Was it fair or was it not? And you just click a like smiley face or a sad face. And your, the implication there is that your opinion's going to adjust over time. And we'll be able to track that general trend in order to to track what i'm going to call the progression of human thought over the period that this game is active which will be forever and ever starting from when it comes out and it's interesting that you should say that because the special star oh yeah that i've picked up for this the one star is element. edutainment and that's all again these are too good these stars that i've come up with because the entertainment value is huge because you get to watch the nation, well, the world's favourite favorite. forever and always, <laughs> but not much of it, just a condensed... What What I like is this idea that um, it's just an excuse 
uh-huh. for people to share a space together. You know, that sometimes people who are a little shy mm. or who aren't necessarily uh, <clears throat> confident in themselves or yep. their ability to speak, maybe they find it easier to have friends in the online sphere. Yeah. That this is, this is sort of like some training wheels for meeting people in real life. And that the, the underarm bowling incident is patently unfair. <laughs> Well, um, oh, hang on. Oh, hang on, Isaac. Yeah. You know, it's unsportsmanlike. Yeah. It's legally fair. Does that, that make well, it yeah, respectable? Well, yeah, exactly. These are some of the conversations but, that will sprout out of it. But there's only so many times you as a person can go over that with people. And that actually, are, over time, I think we start to introduce maybe a kind of like a little skip option on the footage. And that really people are just coming in and using it as the shared I think space. If I, yes, and, if I may... Rather than a skip, I think the first year of the game, you launch it and you're on that. First field. year of the game, if you're not having hardcore cricket <laughs> talk we'll about have, bylaws, we'll have so many bands <laughs> wandering about with a big one of those ear trumpets. Just someone's checking. just like, "Hey, did you see the new Spider-Man?" Out. <laughs> the first year of the game, the entire game world is this cricket pitch field. I still don't know the fucking term. Year two. What if we had a just a little clubhouse, a like jacuzzi, just, just off? Like we introduce, like there's, a, you can wander through it. We're not going to say that it's there, no. But assuming people you will know, eventually people discover, and they'll say, "Oh, have you seen the?" And then that already is a new topic, and we can start fleshing out this world so that the cricket's always there, and it's always this central question of fairness, of parity, of egalitarianism in sport and in life is the central thesis of the experience, but. Just like in the real world, we recognise that you can't always just chat about the underhand incident 24-7. And we we allow people to kind of organically form what's going to eventually become a a utopian society. I like it. Because it's a society built on the essential premise of what is fairness. Much unlike our own. And just to spice it up a bit, because it's the Wii, you can use the controller and the nunchuck to sort of punch other players. That will be <laughs> the only, <laughs> the only one you're able to do. You can look, you can walk, you can speak, and, and you, you can, can swing like a fucking madman. <laughs> Perfect. That's wow. a hell of a game. I only know about that incident largely because we were going to dinner as a family oh, yeah. over the pub, and my brother and I decided to spice it up a little bit by each having an absurdly specific thing that we had to try and drop into conversation <laughs> while we were there. So his was That's his was that. And mine was the Gombe Chimpanzee War oh, from wow. 74 to 78. That's a long war. Yeah. Well, it's sometimes known as the Four Years War of the Gombe. That's a good name for it because it, it kind of front loads the information exactly. that I was wondering about. But in a more sincere way than the Hundred Years War, which was in fact not 100 years. Uh-huh. I'm going to put out a radical on air proposal right now. You're going to do the star thing first? No, not even that. This wow. is a meta proposal. Oh my God. I say we call this episode. We do an outro right now. Yeah. But we carry on recording because I'm not here next week and we can make it a two-parter. Because uh, we've got more ideas. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm on board. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to episode 151, guys. Uh, it's been an introspective episode based around the really cerebral premise that we've come up with of like what is a game what is fun what constitutes involvement yeah what constitutes one's own agency in a piece of art it's really beautiful the kind of stuff we've talked about and there's going to be more of it as you've just heard next week until then i've been isaac you've been i've been declan catch you on the flip crap dear 
See you later, boys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, oh Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Come to you.